This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross and Father Jason Luffer with you from the Diocese of Fargo. And now it's time for our Prayerfully Yours segment, where we stop what we're doing for a few moments and specifically pray for the intentions you've submitted on our website and on our app. So we invite all of you who are listening to join us as we hold these needs close to our hearts. And let us begin recalling that the God is that God is present among us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We have been asked to pray for Wendy and her husband that their marriage may be renewed and strengthened. We recognize the wonderful gifts that come from the sacrament of holy matrimony, and we ask that those who have been called into this life, into this vocation, may appreciate more and more how they are to be living icons of the love that Christ has for his church. We especially call upon the intercession of our Blessed Mother, uh, Mary, the undoer of knots, the untire of knots, who in that devotion, it was relied upon to uh, heal a, um, a marriage that was in, in danger of, uh, of separation. And so we ask for our Blessed Mother's uh, intercession for Wendy and her husband and for all of those listening who themselves may be experiencing uh, pain in their marriage or have loved ones who have that same experience. We ask our Blessed Mother to intercede powerfully for them and for all of us. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Then Heavenly Father, now we we turn to you, we plead with you, we ask you to send uh, your Holy Spirit and Lord and give her life, uh, specifically for a dear friend with terminal cancer. Heavenly Father, you, you are the source of all life. You're the source of life in this world and for eternal life. Heavenly Father, uh, terminal cancer is nothing to you. If you desire, you can bring healing. You can uh, heal that cancer and make it go away and bring the fullness of life, health, and healing. And so, Heavenly Father, right now, we just uh, like to see you shining the Holy Spirit, Lord and giver of life, down upon this person into their place of, of cancer, that, that death that is in their physical body. Heavenly Father, casting out uh, that, that cancer, ascending it to the foot of the cross for all of eternity. Fill this person, Heavenly Father, flood them with the light and healing rays of the Holy Spirit. Where there is death, bring life. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. We have been also asked to pray for those who have been called into the vocation of uh, sharing in the priesthood of Jesus Christ, for priests, uh, pastors of our parishes, bishops, archbishops, and our Holy Father, Pope Francis. We especially are mindful of the uh, illness recently that he has had and uh, that uh, God may continue to extend his healing hand upon them. All of us, no matter our station in life, are called to ongoing conversion. And we pray that those who are called to leadership in the name of Jesus, in his church, in the body of Christ, may themselves commit to uh, growing in conversion of heart, uh, despite all of the negative uh, publicity that has existed in the church in the United States and other parts of the world. Uh, These men are uh, deeply dependent upon divine grace in order to live out the ministry to which they've been called. And we ask also, of course, for our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph to send their mantles of protection uh, to uh, hold them close to themselves. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 
And then, Heavenly Father, we, um, we call upon you now in your divine providence, your provision. Uh, also call upon uh, St. Joseph uh, for a family who is in need of uh, a bigger house for their family, a bigger home uh, for their needs, for they and their children. Um, Heavenly Father, you, you are so generous in providing for the Holy Family, for Mary and Jesus. You gave them St. Joseph, who, uh, who took it upon himself to see to all their needs. And so, St. Joseph, we call upon you as a patron here uh, for this family, that you would, you would undertake for them and line all things up for them uh, to acquire uh, this new, new house, the bigger house, and a place for they and, and their children, uh, that they might grow in safety and love and in their, in their faith in Christ. We ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And as we present all of these petitions to our Heavenly Father, we pray glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you all for taking the time to join us and to help pray for these RPR family members and their needs. If you have a specific prayer intention, by all means, please share it with us by visiting our website, realpresenceradio.com, and submit it under prayer requests at the top of the page, or send it to us from our app. Simply click on prayer requests on the main screen, and we are happy to be able to receive those and to spread out those prayer intentions throughout our network. So now, as we're looking forward, we have uh, the second Sunday of the season of Lent coming up, and every year on this Sunday, we hear the gospel reading from either Matthew, Mark, or Luke, this year it's St. Matthew's turn, of the um, transfiguration of the Lord Jesus. You will see that, uh, or you will hear in that gospel that uh, the two figures from the Old Testament times who appear with our Lord when he's transfigured are Moses and Elijah. Now, I think a lot of people expect, you know, Moses is kind of a lead actor in the story, but why is it that Elijah is a representative of the prophets? So in our experience as Catholics, you know, Elijah does not have a book of the Old Testament named after him. His biographical ministry area is found in the first book of Kings. So whereas names like Isaiah or Jeremiah, you know, they have books named after them that are somewhat lengthy, they may seem to be more prominent. Elijah was somebody who had a great impact in the, you know, among the people of God in his short time of ministry. And uh, was whisked away by a heavenly chariot um, as Elisha uh, took over for him. So there is a lot of uh, legend and a lot of uh, you know mystical belief about him. So he does occupy a pretty high standing. I might say in, this is uh, perhaps not uh, as profound an analogy, but when you think about in uh, history in the United States and the civil rights movement, how you know Martin Luther King Jr. died at a young age, and you know there there were a lot of people who were active in that cause of civil rights, but he was a particularly brilliantly shining light. So Elijah, we may not realize, you know, was a similar brilliantly shining light among the prophets. And so he stands in along with Moses and appearing to our Lord at the top of the mountain. You know, anyways, there's there's so many things we say here. I got like maybe about so many two, and so about, little time. <laughs> about like like three thoughts here. That, so for, first, like taking Elijah and Moses there, what's what connects them is they were both assumed into heaven. The the oral tradition of the Jews, there's no tomb of Moses that they talk about that he was assumed into heaven just like Elijah. The other thing that I always think this divine humor of God, where Moses had to look into the promised land and he was not allowed to go in. 
and yet this mountain is in the promised land. So Moses actually does a come to the promised <laughs> he land. He made it there and after it, all. And I always sit there and kind of giggle about that, like you know, the humor, divine humor of God that's going on there. Well, why are Moses and Elijah on this mountain with Jesus? Well, it says that they're talking about his departure from Jerusalem. So obviously his, his how he is going to die, right? And so, and the, the apostles are looking upon this. They're seeing the divinity being revealed. and But yet it's going to, you know, as Peter bursts out, let's build three tabernacles and remain here and 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 but Jesus is like you know now that you've seen this we must go back down into the valley of death in order and there's a one spiritual father talks about Christ could have ascended to the father right from the Mount Transfiguration but then it would have been him alone he goes down into the valley of death to bring all of God's people with mm-hmm. him then in yeah. when he goes up there was a just very briefly there was a contemporary hymn uh, talking about how we would rather stay on the mountaintop you know in fellowship with the Lord but if if um, if we don't go from there to the valley below they will never know about uh, the, the goodness of the Lord so um, one of the spiritual um, one of the spiritual works of mercy is to uh, comfort the afflicted and um, sometimes comfort becomes such a concern for us that uh, uh, we, you know, would stay within our tent, stay within the mountain, rather than to bring the good news that we've received to others who need to hear it from us. And, and so maybe, maybe a, a last thought that I could share would be the, you know, when this is the place, one of the two places when uh, God the Father testifies to his son, he says, uh, behold, my beloved son, yeah. you know, listen to him, follow him. And I'd just like the listeners to tune in, though, is God just testifying or what, but what it is, it's, it's his fulfillment going all the way back to our father of faith, Abraham. When, when God said to Abraham, take your son, your, your only son, your beloved son, take him up the mountain. And then Isaac says to Abraham, but who is the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice? And, and God says, I will provide the sacrifice. And so th- this is God. Because why, why? It seems odd in the season of Lent, maybe a little bit to have this piece mm-hmm. of transfiguration. But... but here it's it's God showing he's fulfill, his word is good right. he's fulfilling it and now we have a month to get yes. to the beloved son up on Mount Calvary mm-hmm. where the sacrifice take place the preface to the Eucharistic prayer for this Sunday speaks about how the beholding that um, vision of uh, Jesus transfigured was to strengthen Peter James and John for the scandal of the cross so that in the midst of all of that turmoil somewhere in the back of their minds they're continuing to hang on to that vision that they had experienced now, this is one of several occasions in which only three of the 12 are an inner circle of the apostles, Peter, James, and John. Think about Holy Thursday night. I mean, we hear about Peter, although he denied our Lord, you know, in the courtyard, at least he made his way back to the high priest's courtyard. John eventually gets to the foot of the cross with our Blessed Mother by namesake James. I mean, heaven only knows what happened. He headed for the hills or whatever. Well, no, but he's the first <laughs> martyr, you know. The first yes, indeed. Right, right. Yeah, he was the first one of the 12 to uh, receive his eternal reward and so on Easter Sunday afternoon uh, of course for except of course for Judas Iscariot who sadly took his life in despair all the rest gathered together but what makes you wonder what would have happened if Judas had been on that mountaintop you know of course God it's all a plan of betrayal I get that Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. but your point it's your point Peter saw and so he had grace to repent Mm mm-hmm 
mm-hmm. Judas didn't see, and who knows? But anyway, it's, right, right. And so when so. yeah, and it, uh, Thomas was was there, but not present in the first appearance, according to the Gospel of John. But all of the rest of them found their way together, not just because of on a horizontal level their friendship with one another, but because of the deep love that Christ had for them and that they were able to respond to. And the transfiguration is a foreshadowing of the glory that he would come to manifest, you know, that uh, was not visible, you know, during the time of his earthly ministry. So we have a lot of uh, great things to meditate on, and we hope that you hear more uh, more good stuff and, and indeed better stuff than that at your parish this weekend. But uh, before we wrap things up, let's turn once again to Gregory to get a preview of our next episode. Sure thing. So here's what's coming up on our next show tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, live from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota, with our hosts Steve Splonskowski and Brandon Clark. What is Jason Adkins of the Minnesota Catholic Conference keeping an eye on and asking you to keep an eye on when it comes to the Minnesota legislature? We'll find out as we visit with him in our weekly segment. And has your marriage and family life become a little stagnant, especially when it comes to prayer? Jim and Marina Tremba will share how you can hit the reset button in these areas, especially uh, this Lent. This theme is one close to the heart of every parent. The theme is winning the hearts of our children. How can you as a parent help keep your kids in the faith or bring them back home if they've strayed? That's what we'll talk about with Tony Brandt and Chris Stewart of Casting Net Ministries. All this and a lot more coming up tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Uh, right here on Real Presence Radio. Thank you very much, Gregory. You know, it, it's a small church. Uh, Father Leffer and I were kind of smiling to each other. Uh, Jim and Maureen Otremba, we, we've come to know Jim Otremba. When I was just beginning my seminary journey, was a, a seminarian at Cardinal Mench as he was considering what God was calling him to, and he found his a beautiful bride, and they have a great family in the St. Cloud area. And also, uh, Tony and Chris uh, are from Kansas. Uh, well, Tony's from Nebraska. Chris is from Kansas. But I had uh, the opportunity to work with them and to get to meet them when I was a seminarian working with the Totus Tuus uh, program through the Diocese of Wichita. And uh, lo and behold, here we'll be hearing from them as uh, laymen who are really, you know, um, helping people to reconnect in their relationships with Christ. And uh, it, it's, it just brings such joy to my heart. And then the, the big guys are going out to Bismarck, huh? Yes, uh, Steve yes, and uh, Brandon yes. tomorrow. Uh, out to God's country out there. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, and, and those of you who have uh, who are passing through uh, Bismarck, uh, if you've never been to the campus of the University of Mary, we really invite you to do that. It's a, uh, an idyllic setting right up on the bluffs, uh, you know, near the river south of Bismarck itself. In the winter and the spring, it might be a little uncomfortable because of the winds howling, uh, you know, <laughs> across the prairie, but uh, it is a beautiful place to go. And... Um, we, uh, we definitely appreciate the ministry of uh, our great uh, Catholic institutions and schools, as well as the University of Mary. So if you want to just offer a quick uh, closing prayer for us, Father Leffer. For all of our listeners out there, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Almighty God bless and keep you the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be thanks the peace again. of Christ. Amen. Thanks be to God, and thanks to all of you for listening. Until next time, Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross with you on Real Presence Radio. Blessings to your day and your week. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. 
Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.